Hello, good morning in my case. Good evening, afternoon, good night in other cases. I am juicing today with some some good couple of fruits and vegetables and um, I want you to check out the show notes below because this episode from Maria and Michelle over on Strong Body, Strong Soul really really got me imagining and thinking about how health can be health and nutrition specifically can be enjoyed we want to shame ourselves so much and you know be really really hard on ourselves and I think there's a time and place to maybe choose alternatives or to reduce things um, as was pointed out in the episode to really reduce um and still enjoy like marshmallows on yams or marshmallows on sweet potatoes for instance but then reduce that a little bit reduce that down um and i kind of get tend to get very like when it comes to health and things i tend to really overthink it and so i was able to really just be mindful that maybe you know not to eat too much last night but i was really able to enjoy my food and reduce and it really got me mindful about this so please check out the show notes um it also got me thinking about something and kind of went from there um and just about how practical outreach can be just about how useful these uh, these social interactions can be in in their own way of educating and so in this episode, Maria talks with Michelle, who is a nutritionist. So it's it's very educational. Go check it out. I want to get on with kind of where it led in my mind, because getting to social interaction here, I did recently, if you heard, I came on here and I talked about how, you know, why one might feel a little more introverted or, you know, kind of just why one might choose to be, to conserve energy a little more or to be a little less uh, active in some cases. And I think there's a time and a place if you really need that space for it. And I think that whole episode was just a regurgitation of why I had not been active 
um, why I've also needed to reduce down a little more at the time on interactions because it's not just food it's it's consumption of everything I think just from my own experience anyway it's consumption of everything and so that was simply kind of a regurgitation So this, this is going to be a long episode. Grab your favorite drink. Maybe grab something new you've never tried. I'm juicing today. Um, this juice my husband had made. And um, so I honestly don't remember everything. There's a lot that goes into it. Um simply by putting some fruit and vegetables in a blender and it's really really good so initially when I thought about what I wanted to drink I knew that in the morning especially with this kind of weather I prefer like hot drinks like coffee most of the time I drink coffee every day if you know me by now you know this um, you kind of get this point that, you know, coffee is like my best drink. I take it with me everywhere. I drink it. I've been exploring herbs with different teas and I've kind of like been, um, even exploring things like Libtin that I kind of had thought was just kind of a basic tea and Lipton is a very good pick-me-up tea. Um, you can add your favorite cream a little bit. Um, I was doing that while listening to the uh, the podcast that's in the show notes, The Strong Body, Strong Soul, that I, that I started out talking about. I actually, you really, really needed that pick-me-up, so I, I made that Lipton tea with a little bit of pumpkin creamer just to treat myself. So it's kind of funny how that works. Um, so, and a little bit of milk because my, I can kind of tell when my stomach needs dairy and when it's had too much dairy. Like I've kind of developed that awareness. So anyway, um, you know, kind of been exploring that. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to drink, I'm like, do I go for something cold? The weather's kind of getting really, really out of me and Am I going to really want to drink something cold while I'm speaking here? And I thought it would be... You know, I've done it with, like, flavored drinks before on here. I've kind of gotten into that a little bit. Um, drinks that are, like, Kool-Aid packets with um, flavors that you'd find in different liquors and things like that. Um, and kind of gives you the kind of a something kind of cool to pick kind of a pick-me-up thing but um like to wake up a little bit before the coffee and so you know I've stopped drinking those and decided to get on this and so once I was like well it really does help the stomach and I've done it a little bit 
with something to eat so maybe i'll just kind of start with this before the coffee and while i'm speaking and that kind of thing so i you know when i poured it it really really cold and uh i decided to go with it and it's actually not as like it doesn't seem quite as cold to me and it gets into the episode now we're getting into kind of deeper in the episode it's been about over five minutes by now you know and you're gonna be wondering like what's the point by now you might be checking the time how much time is she expecting me to be here and what is the point of this episode might be checking your screen right now be like how much time do i really have right now like what should i be doing anything um do i have do i really have the time to listen right now right and that's completely understandable we need to be thinking about more where we're putting our time and why but I think there's been a very political, this has actually gotten very political. I'm just going to be straight up honest. Where we're putting our time has become very political. And where we socialize even has become very political. To the point, um, if you talk about like right and left, and you talk about, um, everybody going green and you talk about you know kind of the like some of this can be lovey-dovey at your own expense and 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 lovey-dovey at the expense of society and and all this kind of stuff you know i don't fully disagree that like every area is going to have its problems and that there's going to be things that we have to be very protective over um like like in ourselves um but you know the why has this gotten political well it gets to the point sometimes where when you talk about censorship and you talk about not being able to use certain words, I don't feel like I can use certain words like positive. I feel like if I use the word positive, I'm going to offend people. Um, when I'm describing an experience or I'm describing a vision that I see within a brand or within a, um, a message, if I use the word positive, it might just make you turn this off. It might just make you... You might get offended by that, just that one stupid word. And maybe that word has been misused in, in, in life. Like, you know, maybe for you, like some somebody had a positive intention or a positive use case. And maybe it really wasn't positive. It was like, you know, um, kind of a photoshopped positivity or fake positivity, to be fair. Um, and that kind of falls under the realm of expressing feelings because 
then there might be kind of a thing that says like we shouldn't really ex always express our feelings but then if if you're if you kind of have this belief that positivity is not always genuine then you're also then you're saying that we should express our, our genuine feelings or that if we're going to be around if we're going to interact it should be expressed genuinely am i wrong probably but it's genuine and so there's many criticisms based you know that you can find based on what i'm telling you there's many inaccuracies that i'm sure are out there that you can pinpoint to me that you can tell me are true and that i need to double check these inaccuracies or that i can become aware of these inaccuracies i'm sure that's the case and if it becomes you know enough inaccuracies to misuse words or offend or um express in a way that does not feel genuine then it's not something that anybody has to participate in you you have a full choice of what you participated in what you participate in what you subscribe to what um and not just a choice, but a responsibility to yourself of what, if you're going to choose to listen to me now, or if you're, going, if you're going to switch it off, or if you're even going to switch to something else. You have a full choice here. And so, I had been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of observing with my own interactions with family and in some ways I've been kind of in a cocoon quote-unquote like you know there and there are reasons you know you gotta have like I don't really feel like that any of this is work, but you gotta have like life balance and you gotta have, um, pay attention to the health of yourself and those around you and you have to, you know, there's a lot to keep in check and there is a lot of health and wellness and, um, things that happen that you really, you kind of almost have to isolate sometimes, like, to keep those things in check, like very important, significant life things, right? So I, I completely, I'm not discounting that. I'm not going back on that. In fact, the entire point is that I'm, you know, that previous episode still reigns true to some extent that there are times in life where you're going to have to you're gonna want to isolate some things because you have to deal with these larger things on a smaller scale and um, you have to take care of you have to be taken care of sometimes and you have to take care of your loved ones
and it's gotta be, you know, you need that time at times. You need your sleep. You need these different spaces. It's really all about spaces. And so, in that way, in interacting and observing the interactions with the family, and just even long distance family, um, there is a a very kind of a connected there's multiple spaces I guess I could say this episode is kind of a not a very easy one to make because I'm, I'm, I'm getting into some things that are not going to be very popular and fear is one of these things that's extremely popular conspiracy theories are extremely popular um and as much as I love being a straight shooter, um, I want to look at what I'm, look at the shit I'm shooting as I'm shooting it, so that I can repeat it back, or, you know, kind of observe, read, read to you, kind of thing, narrate to you. And so, what is happening is, getting into you know we started with the word positive or these different stupid words that trigger people you know i've been triggered so not by the word positive but topics that uh you know especially conspiracy theories like the um kind of story-based ones celebrity-based ones things like this right so i've definitely came from a place of being triggered before but it's become too popular you know if this stuff is you know some of it could be true some of these things these conspiracies but it's become too popular and it's not good and again you have a full choice um, for yourself if you want to be here. This isn't... I'm not popular here. I don't want to be. And so that's kind of why... I, I, I want to be genuine is really what it is. What it comes down to. I don't even think being popular is necessarily a bad thing per se. But... It's when... It's what is popular versus why someone might want to be someone might want to be popular because they want to spread a good message and then you have somebody else you know that i'm going to scare people because i'm scared so and that becomes really popular isn't that a problem you know i mean it's fun to watch scary movies halloween time that kind of thing i'm all about that and i and i'm i'm having fun doing that don't worry <laughs> but 
isn't it a problem when we sit there and we're scared let's you know we gotta like warn everybody else to be scared too we gotta stay away from the big bad beast we can't be too connected in a sense and there's different variations of like how much you want to be connected or how much you want to share with who like you're not going to go into a uh your grandmother's living room and um talk about your party weekends right not necessarily i mean it depends on your grandmother but not necessarily so that's why there we have all these different spaces different choices um But like, oh, we got to stay away from this space because there's a potential that people might know too much or, and you know, in some ways, in some ways, that's very, very much a good thing to be vigilant and protective over like finances or, you know, making sure everybody's safe for sure. Like... I'm just thinking of like the number one things that people might want to protect like and the first thing that usually will go as far as like being safe unsafe that kind of thing the first thing that usually will go if you're not being protective or if you're even in a place of desperation is finance you know taking somebody else's finance if you're in a place of desperation or um unlocking your own finances if you're in a place you could also be in a place of desperation while doing that not just in a place of stupidity or you know everybody or in a place of like robbery but you know everybody could be in a place of desperation anybody could be in a place of desperation and that kind of thing so that that'll be you know and the whereabouts of your loved ones and all these kinds of things that factor into safety of course like that stuff you got to be mindful of and you got to know where what goes where maybe things like this however um it's gotten so much to the point where it's become very popular within spirituality to um preach to stay away from social media and um like in, in certain i'm not saying all spirituality but there is a certain part portion of spirituality that and i've addressed this with other things i've addressed this with um choices that we make i've addressed it you know i don't know why i haven't addressed this actually because i've addressed it with family and lifestyle choices right like you're not any more spiritual you might have more time but you're not any more spiritual if you choose not to have a family you just maybe have more time to pursue and research and you kind of have more like freestyle time um that kind of thing whereas somebody with a family could have different experiences that are that are spiritual that kind of integrate and that's an advantage, but then they'll have to learn to organize their time a little better, which is a skill. Um, and choosing to have free time is also a skill because 
it's a huge choice that's not very popular to be fair either so not knocking one over the other just saying when um in a lot of like really really deep like when you get deeper kind of beyond meditation kind of beyond um buddhism and you kind of go into like really deep into zen and buddhism and stuff like that um and maybe there's kind of a deeper point in meditation that i'm inaccurate about as far as you know because there is definitely connectedness within meditation so i'm not saying personally that there's a depth beyond meditation what i'm saying is people within that are huge within buddhism and huge within that philosophy are very very much and like very very um mindful of how social they are and it really depends on how fear-based you are but there are it is very popular within um spiritual teachings that you know like don't get on social media it's a waste of time it's pop psychology oh and pop psychology is um automatically not genuine either which i think it's a language pop psychology it's a language but i'll get into that in another topic um There's so much within spirituality that could be on social media that we could be interacting with. And it gets stupid to the point where it's like some of these teachings you could find a really good uh, art or kind of content that really resonates with you. You may not find it because it's on a platform that you're scared of. Isn't that ridiculous? It's on a pla- oh, don't go into that space. That space- what, is it haunted? <laughs> like, really. Um, and there's so many different ways we can curate, there's so many different ways and I've actually learned to kind of do this out of necessity as well. I mean, I've gotten overwhelmed by scammers. I've allowed myself to be scammed out of my time. But that's not the platform's fault. That's my fault for being naive and for being um, a little too kind of like excited, not really looking into things. And that's where maybe, you know, you can say there's too much extroversion in certain areas of life and I've started to really see that and that's why being ambiverted which means kind of a balance between introversion and extroversion I think is very realistic um, if you can kind of go kind of think to yourself and introspect and introspect into the balance that's going to work for you because it's not it, it's customizable towards each one of us and it will spread into what will work for all of us and so you could say that you know there are people that um, 
say, which I don't agree with, but you know, there are people that say we're making too much of the pandemic and all this stuff. I don't agree with that because, you know, you have to be safe and healthy and we have to fight this virus, right? We're making too much of the pandemic and all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, but how is that any different from we're, made, we're thinking too much about a company and not enough about what we personally experience. We're too nosy and too judgmental over a company. And I'm not perfect at this. I've done this with Spotify. And uh, I've actually started to kind of watch more Joe Rogan and I've kind of started to understand why Spotify did what they did. Because that was part of my little conspiracy that I made up in my own head um when i almost quit podcasting um so i've done this i'm not innocent i've done this uh in the past with uh censorship i used to watch i started to i didn't really i didn't get too big into it because it got ridiculous over time but i started actually watch alex jones and spam mailing lists and whatnot and get you know got kicked out from them rightfully so because i spammed them and it was off topic and it wasn't useful so i've i've gotten involved and radicalized over conspiracy theories and to be completely honest with you i think it's actually been the stupidity in life that's that's uh been ridiculous now we all have little stupidities in life so But what I've come to find out of self-awareness is that I'm so much the opposite of that. And through my own experience of meeting my husband and everything, it's shown. Like, I've, you know, we could have easily been like, oh, this is silly. Like, you are probably cool, but we don't want a long-distance relationship. And then we could have, what, just dropped it. Maybe we'll meet up at a convention one day. It'll be in our safe little bubble. But for now, see ya. You know, we should probably have more in-person interactions. Bye. And we would have never met. And that would have been the end of it. But that's not us. And that's not everybody. You know, there are some of you also that have met online. Your significant other. Um, your friends. Your people that are now family to you. Um, any of those kinds of things. And isn't that enough proof that conspiracies are not always the way to live your life? Isn't that enough? Is that ever going to be enough proof for you? Ever? Haven't you had enough? I know I have. So I've decided to curate my experience in social and be a little bit more use my extrovertedness to reconnect with energy by both contributing and receiving because again the proof that somebody you know met somebody else 
through the internet. You may know them, whatever, but the proof that they met on the internet or the proof that you bought a book on the internet from the 90s. Is that ever going to be enough to say that sometimes it's not fear, sometimes it's not, sometimes fear is not being careful all the fucking time. Sometimes fear is unsafe and it's is more about it's not practical all the time. Because how far are you really getting? And how far am I really getting, frankly? Because I'm not, like I said, I'm not innocent. I've come out of radicalization on both sides of the spectrum. That's why. And I don't really care. I don't really mind saying this. When it comes to politics, I'm not fully one or the other, to be honest. And people are so scared to say anything when it comes to that. It's ridiculous. Um, it was always dumb, in my opinion, that teachers couldn't tell the students who they voted for because it might influence them. Uh, well, isn't that kind of how you learn what you like? Like, it's so stupid. And so, if you're curious, I actually, <laughs> um, I voted libertarian. And so that's where a lot of my, that's where a lot of my kind of like epistemology beliefs, that kind of stuff, that's kind of where it comes from between kind of a balance between liberal and libertarian. If you were wondering. And I didn't want to be hypocritical and talk about it and then not tell it, not, uh, you know, not express that or not, not convey that or not continue and use myself as that example. So there you go. So. Again. It gets to the point where it's like laughable to have all these conspiracies about certain social spaces and I do believe that capitalism should dictate a lot when it comes to creative usage and the experience of somebody creating. Um, so like for example on the podcast platform if enough of us wanted a choice like between Spotify and Apple Music again and maybe we wanted an additional YouTube music I'm not saying that I know this isn't going to happen because it's not it's not really fair at this point because Spotify bought Anchor and again um, I'm starting to understand Spotify a lot more now but Let's say, like, 
that the Spotify library doesn't have everything in my playlist and it takes forever to do that and I don't have the patience which is kind of true to be honest I do listen on Spotify and that kind of thing and like I said I'm starting to understand where they're coming from a lot more but however if enough of us and they did do a survey so enough of us didn't and they did ask but they did a survey um on would you want more additional music services I, of course i put yes because i feel like okay if you're gonna buy a podcasting um platform i have a bias and um my bias for podcasting is anchor but my bias for a music platform might be something else and wouldn't it be cool if the two could partner and that's kind of my naivete that's kind of my naive naivete if you will um so whatever i don't understand everything in business and and whatnot and i don't claim to um but they did do a survey and they did make the ask and apparently enough people didn't you know weren't interested didn't have that same view so that's fine i'm one person out of like you know millions so whatever billions um It doesn't mean that you have to even agree the way decisions are made or like you might want certain features that certain creative platforms don't have and maybe the some other platforms might do better that's fine you may not even be interested in using a social platform like a huge social platform that's totally you don't have to be but are you really going to waste your time trying to change someone else if they are connecting with energy and keeping in touch with family and um in that way and kind of like they're using it for a practical um use it's like going to the big park going to a, the big public park that everybody goes to you've got one bench of people it's your family you, you go and you, you see them and then you got another bench maybe a picnic table maybe picnic tables you got one picnic table with family then you got you know barbecue everything else and you got another picnic table with your health and spirituality and all that then you got another picnic table with your minority and then you got another picnic table with your community as a whole um and you, everybody goes to this public park and and all that but what if the park what if the park was no longer could no longer be open because everybody said well we shouldn't come here anymore not because of any virus not because of anything like that but like it just closed because we just don't agree like everybody knows too much and and the park just shut down you, you don't have a place to go um take nature walks around the trail you don't have a place to go talk if that's what you want to do you don't have a place to go kind of like 
be outside and be more comfortable because I don't know about you I'm somebody that like is very much more comfortable being outside um anytime we'd go out to eat I'd always prefer to go outside if I had you know if I'm not in like a big group and it's my choice I prefer to eat outside honestly like I've always felt more comfortable doing that I don't I almost would go out less if I didn't have that choice, to be honest with you. Um, in a way. It depends on, like, what the place is and what they have going on, though. Like, gyms, not quite, although our last gym had, like, a lot of outdoor stuff. And that made it a little more comfortable. But, um... It wasn't enough of a justification in some ways. Uh, but then it depends on the place, the price, whatever, what, what you're doing specifically. And so, you know, if the park just shut down or the park just nobody thought it was safe to go anymore. And let's say that you're like, but I, I feel comfortable at this park. There are places I can go that's me and somebody one-on-one -on -one can can talk about our interests or I can go take a walk by myself and like look around at things and observe things and let's say you're the only one that goes and you're like laughed at or mocked or, or whatever for it or um you don't even tell anybody because it's almost a an argument starter or like it's ridiculous it's almost it's like a it's become so political and so, you know, like, that park became such a political talk amongst everybody, let's say, in the town, that it's almost politically banned, and it's popular not to go, and so instead of going to that park with little mini trails and stuff, you might go to smaller parks only. Whereas maybe before you went to the big park and you also went to smaller parks when you wanted a little less crowd. Whereas now you don't even have the choice because it's become so political that you don't want to offend anybody. So you end up censoring that part of your life from those closest to you because, hey, I don't want to offend anybody. Which becomes really silly and stupid so I guess that's it I mean it would have been a disservice and very disingenuous not to do an episode followed up um, with what I began to realize after the last episode this podcast is not a stuck in one dimension it's not stuck in one um i don't have like one political position and i stick with it i don't have like one box and i stick with it i don't have like um i don't have like a specific agenda that i'm pushing against or for anything and so my mind changes all the time and I like to reflect that here. And I am putting it out there for you 
as a choice to participate or be a part of it, to listen, to connect through listening. You don't even have to do anything else. I, I don't care. But just through listen, you know, if a couple of you like to listen to this and like to listen to the way that I connect with things, cool. But again, if it's too fickle, if it's too mind-changing, I don't care how close you are, I don't care how much you know me, if this is too offensive for you, if you find fault with any of it, or maybe it's just not your thing and it's too story-oriented, or too... I don't want you worrying about it. And I say that in the nicest possible way. Hit that unsubscribe button. Everybody talks about subscribe to the, to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the TikTok, subscribe to follow me on Twitter. You know what? You have the choice to unsubscribe, to unfollow. And you have that responsibility for yourself if this is not a good experience for you. You know, because there, there is. You know, there's a very good reason to not trust somebody that is mind-changing all the time. That doesn't stick to anything. That is very fickle. There's a very good reason not to always trust. Right? You can't always trust somebody like that. It's your choice. It's the way that you see things. It can't be helped. It can't be changed. It's, it's your right to see it however you want. This person can't be fully balanced if they're changing their mind all the time. I don't know. I think that I wonder, really, not so much think, but I wonder what would happen if you didn't change your mind. That's kind of a scary thought to me. But, again, there's something to be said about we may be all one, but we have our separate choices. We have our separate opinions. Maybe you agree with some of what I'm saying. Maybe it's like, okay, yeah, I can understand keeping in touch with family. Um, the rest of it's kind of silly, but I can understand, like, one part of it. Cool. Like, I'm not even saying all or nothing necessarily. But again, if it's not a good experience, it's not a good experience. And you... I've given you so many other... Maybe you don't like any of them, but I've given you so many other choices on here in the show notes of other people. I do that on purpose. It's not an, an accident that I do that. 
because these people have more experience than I do because they have um sometimes they have like-minded points of view to me and sometimes their points of view are the total opposite of what I may agree with but when you come here to listen you come here and you learn about other other people and other choices because we need to remember that we have choices to begin with and you're not just stuck listening to me and some people reflect that very well by doing interviews I don't do interviews I, I enjoy them I don't do them I'm not that's not what I do I'm not skilled in that area it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be fun to have a conversation a little bit somewhat but I'm not like skilled in that particular area and I if I want to know more about somebody I'd rather like convince them to start their own thing um, and consume them all day <laughs> I don't know I'm different that way anyway this podcast is about the reality of things the reality of the creation in life specifically so check out those show notes for nutrition and health that does not involve shame and I am looking forward to connecting with you and staying connected I really appreciate you stopping by, whether it's your first time, whether you've been here a while, or whether you've decided it's your last time. I really appreciate you stopping by and connecting with, observing what I'm saying. <laughs>